Okay. Now there's an intro slide, so. Yeah. Yeah. Will you point at us when you change from the intro to the main, please? What are we, what are we gonna? Yeah, wasting battery life. What do you guys? What do you need me to do? Just answer questions and talk. Yourself. You're hosting, right? Okay. okay. Three, two, two, one. Welcome back, Cleveland Browns draft week. Oh, so oh, close! Oh my gosh, this is gonna be crazy. Uh, <clears throat> so let's talk a little bit about what happened this week in general NFL news. Mm-hmm. We're gonna dive right into the draft, the schedule. We're gonna go through everything. Um, first big big thing is obviously Brandon Marshall released. Des Bryant still nowhere to be found. To be found, really. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Why do you think Des is getting held up? I think honestly, for a old wide older wide receiver this close to the draft, I think a lot of teams are just waiting to see what they get out of the draft before making that big a commitment. Joe, yeah, I'd have to agree. Probably also some of the same problems is the reason why the Cowboys let him go. He's probably wanting too much money, and they're not willing to give an old dying wide receiver. I don't think he's dying. (laughs) Yeah, listen, he needs. You know, Jeez. he's only got four beaters <laughs> left in him. He's, he's a, a faulty <laughs> horse that, you know, it may be good. Glue to go factory's coming. Yeah, glue factory's <laughs> coming, you know. Right. Sorry. So, he's only 29. A lot of people think he's, like, ancient, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it obviously comes off that way. I think everyone remembers the Oklahoma State stuff that he was doing where he was catching crazy balls. So, I think he <clears> has actually been more in the pro focus for a longer period of time than a lot of receivers. Let's go back to a report that came out today because of the Willie Sneed tender that was offered, that Des Bryant will probably end up being a Saint. As long as the Saints don't match Willie Sneed. So what do you guys think about that? I would say, first off, I don't think the Saints are going to match Willie Sneed. I think he's going to be a Raven at the end of the day. Uh, This is the first I've heard of actually Des being a Saint. I think for Breeze and what he kind of had to work with since he lost Graham... I think that'd be a big acquisition for them. I think they'd be able to do a lot. But uh, I'll believe it when the ink is dry. Yeah, I mean, is Des Bryant going to be what takes them to the Super Bowl or hot, far, farther into the playoffs this year than what they've gotten in the last couple of years? Well, you he know, can't I play safety, right? Because that's what cost them the chance to go to the next round to play Philadelphia. So right. could he put up more points for them? That's the, that's the question you have to ask. I... I don't know. I think it'd be the best receiver Breeze has had in New Orleans. I really like Michael Thomas, personally. I think he's a weird hybrid of slot and outside. I think he like, doesn't do either one, um, but can do both, right? He's not just a slot receiver. But I think it'd be interesting to see him on that team. And the reason why is because uh, I would have a hankering that they would be in the playoffs, regardless of him on the team. And Dallas will not be in the playoffs regardless of him on the team. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of the same result. Um, Let's talk about the news that broke uh, technically late last night this morning. uh, The Giants trading away seventh round conditional pick next year for a punter from the Denver Broncos that was going to be cut today. (laughs) So Dave Gettleman at it again. Well, you know, (laughs) I mean, I'm from Iowa, and there's an old saying in Iowa that punting is winning. So... uh, (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, that's kind of an odd move. Um, Punters, I feel, are one of those things where you kind of, they're an afterthought. You pick them up as free agents. You pick them up at the very tail end of the draft if you got a young one you like. Uh, I don't quite understand sending a pick away to trade for a punter. 
Yeah, dumb. <laughs> um, That's the dumbo yeah. meter. How many yeah, rainy like, mosses of dumb yes, is yeah, that? Oh, mm-hmm. super dumb. Ten, like, ten mosses. Yeah. Ten, ten like mosses. pull his pants down in Green Bay and get. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. I mean, okay. Jeez, Louise. Well, I think the whole reason Denver dropped him or was going to cut him is because Marquette King is now yeah the Denver Bronco punter and the Denver Bronco punter. This is the fact that uh, escapes me as to why you would trade for this player as he was the third worst punter all season last year and he plays in the best stadium to punt. So. Very, very misleading. Yeah. They're going to take him from uh, the thinnest air in the, <laughs> the country, and they're going to put him into New York where it's cold and you know not very much fun. And they will be punting probably a lot with Eli Manning. So Yeah, it's an odd, odd uh, play there. The, you know, the, the schedule is released. We're going to mm-hmm. dig into that a little bit more when we get to, to Brown-specific stuff. But let's talk about all the general managers, and this is something I didn't know. All teams get to meet with a total. You, you have a maximum of 30 players you can bring in. So... There's a lot of players that don't announce where they went. So we don't know exactly. I mean, I'm sure we could probably figure it out from journalists and stuff, but we don't know exactly who the Browns brought in. Um, we know they brought in the quarterbacks and mm-hmm. a couple other cornerbacks that I read about, but they, they didn't bring in – the big names weren't showing up on a lot of these reports, right? Mm-hmm. The GMs had meetings on Wednesday. It's the pre-draft. The biggest ones that came up were Elway, uh, Dorsey, and then I don't even know who the Colts GM is anymore, to be quite honest. First. No, Orsay's the owner, isn't he? Yeah, he probably does both, and then a little coke on the side. So, uh, <laughs> all three of the GMs announced that they are open to trading the fourth pick, the fifth pick, and the sixth pick on in on or before the draft. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that? I'll let you take it first, Joe. Okay, so <clears throat> it basically says that I'm probably not going to be like. I just don't think the Browns are going to take it this year. Mainly because if they're willing to trade away their fourth pick, it probably means that they're going to be dumb, and they're going to pick a quarterback first. Yep. They're probably going to pick the wrong one. So, Allen. Yeah. And then they're not going to get Saquon Barkley. Obviously, because they traded away. Yep. Yep. And so if they they did that, I I think they're just going to be disappointing their fan base yet again for another year. They're going to have a disappointing... The, the hype's just not going to be there if they if they do that. So it's just going to be another year of we're the Browns. We're, we're going to we're, we're not going to the playoffs. Yep. Um, we're probably not going to have a winning season because uh, we've only had, what was it, 14 out of the last 40, 42 years have been winning seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Colts GM is Chris Ballard. Oh, yeah, Chris Ballard. Love that guy. Good guy. <laughs> um, obviously, he's not the one responsible for Andrew Luck not being able to throw a football still. Mm-hmm. But obviously, <clears> I, I would say... I would, I would garner that everyone in that organization has had a role in his disappointing comeback as of Yate. yet. Yates? Yates? Well, I was thinking of Yates. <laughs> okay. My spin is this. I think if you're in a position as the Browns and you're 0-16 and you are trading one pick, one player, for more players and the amount of needs we have on the team, I think that's a good thing. Um Obviously, don't do something dumb like uh, trade a seventh-round pick for a punter. Uh, you want to get a lot of value out of it, but I think really if the Browns can turn that fourth pick into a later first and maybe another second and third or basically just stockpile those picks in those first three rounds, I think they can't go wrong. So one of the, the reason why I brought this up is because there's been a lot of circulation with the Tom Brady news, how he's like, I'm not set to come back next year or this year. And Gronk's riding dirt and, bikes. And Gronk's riding dirt bikes because he's practicing that, so he's not going to workouts. Um, I don't think the 
I don't think I don't buy into any of that to begin with. So like I the Gronk thing, if he breaks his arm, whatever, he's Gronk, he'll come back at the end of the year and Gronk still smash. score fifteen touchdowns, whatever. But <clears throat> the Broncos or the Patriots and the Broncos really both need a quarterback. I, I don't I don't really the Broncos paid for Case Keenum, I get it, but he's a bridge. Just like our quarterback situation with Taylor, three years maybe. But you honestly, with the Patriots, I feel like the Patriots are going to zero in on the guy they like, regardless of where they can take him in the draft and get him there. So I feel like for the Patriots to move up, there's going to have to be somebody they really, really like. I think that they would trade away their first round. They have two first round picks. Mm-hmm. I think they would trade. I think their hubris. Uh, it'd, it'd go against everything Bill Belichick has done, but I think their hubris uh, would get the best of them here. And they would trade away both their first rounds in next year's first round pick because you know they're trying to they try to win every year, right? They're, they're not waiting. I'd see, and I don't see the Patriots doing three first round picks to move up. I would see, I see the, <clears throat> I could see two becoming one to move up, two for one. But yeah. okay, let's get into Browns news. Did we create a? We thing did. For that? We've oh, got a bu- nice. we've got a bumper. We've got bumpers for everything. Bumping it. So we've we've become high class almost. That's all. It's all you, man. Well, yeah. Yay! <laughs> I could have been a graphic designer, and instead I went into management. Mm. Womp womp. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, Brown-specific news. Uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time on the official schedule that came out. Um, one of the things, I mean, we've we've touched on it for a little bit now about our picks and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but now we can actually see exactly where where games are. We, I don't think we had a, a Monday night game. I, I think we had only one primetime game. Yeah, it's rough. Well, when you're on 16. <laughs> yeah. Did you expect more? Yeah, did you? Um, I've got the schedule. I can read it off. Yeah, read it to us. Yeah, it's perfect. September 9th versus the Steelers. I'm going to let you guys... Loss. Okay. <laughs> Jumping the gun here, Joe. <laughs> so, so you have to remember the Steelers will be at... That's an at the Cleveland. Versus the Steelers. Yeah, Does it matter? Okay. But does matter. <laughs> if it was week for, three. For, so for reference, these will be on a board next week. We'll show you the board. And then the boys are going to get to pick one more time to see if they want to update any of their changes oh, before yeah. the season starts between season and preseason. So preseason and season. Whatever. Yep. So I knew what you meant. You know what I meant. Everyone knows what I meant. Well, what's... Pick pick versus the Steelers. Steelers, I'm going to go with a loss too as well. I will also go with a loss, and I think this will be a blowout. Okay. September 19th at the Saints. Joe? Wow. Loss. That's a good pick. (laughs) I think it's going to be a win. Whoa! I think the Saints take a step back this year. How dare you? What are you texting? Marking that not on the calendar. (laughs) (laughs) I... Because we're not going there. Because Smack talking. You done? Yep. Okay. Because we're not going there, uh, I think it's going to be a loss. And I think that one will be a very close field goal at the end of the game type of type of situation. September 20th versus the Jets. That's a dub. That's a Thursday nighter, baby! It's Can't wait. What? Yeah, we're going to get that win. We're going to get that dubs. Across the board? Yeah. Yeah. I can't foresee us losing to a team that can't find Running a it. football. All right. September like 30th fumbles. at the Raiders. Ooh, the oldest team in the NFL. Yeah. Oh. You know, I I think this one I, I think it's probably gonna be a good game. 
I think we can get the win. We have on a this. long week. We have a long week because we play on Thursday, so we have right. like ten full days. I think I think we can get the win on the, on this one, uh, but it's gonna. I think this one might be close. Now, is that at the Steelers or at home? It's at, at, it's the at Oakland. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he doesn't know as of yet. Yes. <laughs> sorry. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, the Steelers a little bit later in the season. Gotcha. Okay. September. It's in Oakland, though, right? At the Raiders. I think that one's going to be a loss just based on... I'll it's going to be a dubs. I think it's going to be a close loss based on just travel. Okay. We have 10 days. October 7th versus the Ravens. Ooh, home game. I think we can get the win on that one. I agree. Win. It's going to be a loss. Does this prove that Flacco's elite? Flacco won't be playing that game. RG3 will be in that game, and he'll run us ragged somehow. To me, anomaly. October 14th versus the Chargers. At, oh, at, man. at LA. Versus the Chargers. That's at home. That's at home. You know, it's it's good this up twice. <laughs> yeah, this one, I don't know. It it just depends, right? If if we can put up if if we can start putting up a lot of points, I mean, you're going to be going up against Philip Rivers and he can sling it. So He also can throw picks. Yeah, so it just depends on on uh I don't know. This one Sometimes might be. This might might be a gun show. Okay. Uh, I think we're gonna lose it though. <laughs> I go with a win and no explanation. I'm gonna go with a loss because I think the Chargers will win the AFC West this year. October 21st at the Bucks. That's so, a dub. That is. I just, I'm gonna go uh, with a win too. I, I'm going with a W. This is gonna yeah. be the start of our hot streak. Right. W's across the board. Taking it. I mean, start of the yeah. hot streak. Mike Evans and and Jameis Winston. I mean, well, Jameis Winston. October twenty eighth at the Steelers. Oh yeah, this is my game. Listen to the authority over there. <laughs> oh shit, producing. October twenty eighth at the Steelers. Keeping we're gonna get a second loss against the Steelers. I would agree. We're taking the W here, and this is where I remember how I Steelers. said the Steelers will have a couple injuries. The week or two weeks before, I can't remember. I think they played the Patriots or they play Green Bay or somebody a couple weeks prior to us, and I think that's when injury fatigue will start happening. Uh, November 11th versus the Chiefs. Oh. Who do the Chiefs have this year again? Patrick Mahomes. Is there QB? Yeah. Yes. Sammy Watkins. Tyreek Hill. The kid that always I always get him confused with Camara, but it's not Camara. It's Kareem. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Oh uh, yeah, they're kind of loaded. Well, yeah, it's your boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I see us losing against the Chiefs. I see us beating the Chiefs. It's a win. Wow. Three in a row. First time in a long time. I, I think the Mahomes project backfires. I agree with you. I'm agree. Eleven <laughs> Eleven, November eleventh versus the Falcons. Woo! Woo! Flacco plays. Flacco <laughs> plays. I don't know, man. Flacco's you, gonna be playing. You guys want to take the? Why would Flacco uh, be playing the Falcons game? What about oh, I always got to go first? I, I think we're gonna lose though. <laughs> yeah, we lose that one. We had a side conversation. Wait, are you predicting that the Falcons <laughs> and the Ravens trade for Flacco here? It's a long day. Man. I know. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. Loss here. Uh, yes, this is a loss, and that ends our hot streak. L's across the board. But what that does is that gets us the momentum is there. We establish it at some point during the season. November eighteenth, it's a bye. Christmas. Ooh, that's a win. That's a W, <laughs> and I will take it to the bank. Yep. November twenty fifth at the Bengals. Woo! 
We can get that dub. We can beat the Bengals. Red rifle, red rifle. I'm going to eat you up, boy. Can you translate that in English yeah, for our viewers? Yeah, tell me if you want a W or an L. <laughs> Yo, what do I got Tied. for wins and losses right I'll now? I'll tell you at the end. No, just tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a W on that one. I'll, I'll tell you this. Five wins. They're not undefeated. Five. five. And five and, what am I, five and five right now? Six. Five and six? Yeah. December 2nd at the Texans. Oof. Oh, man. It just depends on how well uh, his recovery is. Yes. Yeah, it is. Okay? There needs to be an explanation. But, <laughs> ah, man, I think that this one's going to be a loss. Loss, no explanation. Win, no explanation. Think December about 9th versus the Panthers. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Our, our back half of the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we have the fifth what fifth schedule. toughest. We have the fifth hardest. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think we'll find a win here. There has to be some games. I think where we're the push. Gun, yeah, we're going to push and get some wins. I'm gonna call it a loss. I just think. I think it'll be a close one. I think this will be the game that we switch based on our draft. Like I'm gonna right. call this right now as a game that we all look at once the draft is finished. Preseason's over. We see who's healthy, who's not. We might switch it. I'm going to take a loss. If we have Barkley, I think it's a win. <laughs> Boys weekend, December 15th. W! Broncos. We will be in Denver. We will be there. Come meet us, all one of you. <laughs> Are you just going to have a meet-up? Yeah. <laughs> meet and meet. It's literally where we just take it. Hi. Yeah, here's my penis. W's? Oh. Sorry. <coughs> Whoa. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think that we're gonna be. You don't Denver think Broncos. a W? I no. think it's. I think it's a W. I think it's a dub, oh. and I think Joe gets to wear Johnny Manziel throughout yeah, the stadium. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if he'll fit over a sweatshirt. I will definitely wear my Peyton Manning jersey at that game. Oh. Fuck off. Twelve twenty-three <laughs> versus the Bengals. Oh, oh Christmas comes dub. early. Yeah. Dub? Yep, yep, that's another win. W. Sweet the Bengals. W is. And then last game of the season, week 17, December 30th, at the Ravens. Oh, Ravens. Yeah, I think we crushed the Ravens. Whoa. I think that's another win. I think we can. I think we sit our starters because we're going to the playoffs for the first time in a long time, and I think it's a loss. No, I don't. I'm fucking with you. It's a loss regardless, so. What? Stop <laughs> it. I have changed from L to W seven times now. You're just a winner. Rat. You're a loser. You are a loser. <laughs> um, well, we'll have that up on the board. Friday we're going to do a show. We'll put it up. We'll uh, probably be waiting for the 150 some odd days so we can change it. <laughs> because there'll probably be a few games. I, I think the the Carolina one is the one that I, that I immediately looked at and thought <clears throat> during the season... Cam's health obviously has always been an issue, mm-hmm. and then depending on who we draft on offense. Mm-hmm. Let's get into. Hold on. What do we have for records? Our... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I don't really. Uh, I first do. Place. First place. Joe now. says eight and nine. Ooh. How did we get to eight and nine with only sixteen games? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that bye week. Well, that bye week just pushed Sorry. us over the top. Seven and nine for Joe. Seven and nine for Joe. Good job, Joe. No, eight and eight. Sorry, my bad. You're right. You counted the bias. Oh, wow. wow, you're a really, really a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Joe says eight and eight. Yep. Tyler says nine and seven. 
And Garrett with a big dog, 10 and 6. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the confidence is high flowing through you. Yeah. Wow. We'll Thank- put it on the board next week so everyone can You might be adjusting a few. Yeah, I'm going to be adjusting. 10 and 6. Man, that's why we looked like, what do you have in Yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> drinking the Browns Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid heavily tonight, apparently. Yeah. I mean, the good news is we don't have Dave Gettleman as our GM. Otherwise, we'd have a punter on our team right now that we didn't really need or want. Fair enough. Getting the draft news? Yeah, let's do some draft stuff. All of the things related to drafting. I really wanted to put draft things on the bumper, but I decided against it. I was like, draft draft things and stuff. All right, let's talk about a couple rumors. Obviously, we've all been around long enough to know how drafting works. Same way in fantasy football, same way across the board. NASCAR drafting or NFL drafting? (laughs) Um, Both, simultaneously. Am I allowed to bump in both? Yep. Okay. Unless you're Kyle Bush. (laughs) Unless you're Kyle Bush and you can fuck off. Uh, So, a lot of rumors will start coming out. A lot of them are going to be perpetuated by other GMs that are feeding stuff to agents that will leak it to the news. So, the first big one that I saw this week that I was, uh, I had been expecting it for a while was Barkley and Darnold uh, agents, in loose quotes, coming out saying that they're getting advised to not. Except the the pick, essentially saying uh, you got to Eli him. Manning. Yeah, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, come you know, uh, sort of situation there. What do you guys think about that? First, the advice that would be given if that were real, that advice, and then secondly, the validity of something like that. Honestly, it's a hard position for a young player to be in because can you really? I mean, we saw it with Eli Manning, but how many other cases do you really have of players dictating where they are going to go? I can't think of any outside of Eli. Can you guys? Peyton Manning had said sort of the same thing. Um, he had said, I, I can't remember who else was up there. Might have Did been. Elway do it too? Uh, uh, Jim, who's the guy that went to Buffalo? There's been, yeah. Uh, you're talk- he, he went to a different league. Yeah, there's <laughs> been a couple of Buffalo guys in the past that have basically just, okay, well. Elway did it for sure. I remember Elway yeah. as well. I just I don't see Barkley doing it at the running back position. Uh, I understand the concern. I understand saying don't don't go there, as Cleveland not being a proven team that can build around it. Um, you also look at what happened with Trent Richardson, but I, I think really there's a lot of excitement around this team. I think for young players, hopefully the culture has changed to somewhere you want to go. So I hopefully this is just rumors. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's. That's what I'd be hoping, but what I what I would say to them, um, I, I don't know. I would just tell them to get over themselves, quit being entitled little little shits. I, I mean, these are guys who haven't proven themselves in the NFL yet, and so to say that I'm not gonna go to this team or that team or whatever team because I don't think that they're gonna be contenders. Who are you? Well, you're not you. You're just a college player. You've proven mm-hmm. yourself in college. We've seen. Great college players not be able to transition to the NFL before, so... Let's sprinkle in a little bit of nuance. Do you get a pick where you work? Yes. Okay, do you? Yep. I do as well. So, if the market were a drafting-based market, and let's say you were picked up or wanting another job company came your way and said... The dog's no, having you, issues right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> dog's having a lot of issues. Uh, but a, a company came to you and said, uh, no, you, you're going to come work for me mm-hmm. and uh, we're never going to be successful. It doesn't matter how hard. This is the, the perception, right? So the perception of here, here. it doesn't matter how good you personally are, 
this particular company has never succeeded and in in a free market obviously yep. you'd be like no i'm not fucking going there yeah but i understand that but it's a pay for performance industry so if you end up being that great then good job now you're going to get picked up by whoever you want to go to once free agency comes by. But the biggest thing is, is that's a four-year to a five-year contract. It's a, it's a four-year with a five-year option and then franchise tag. Yeah. So you can be eight years. And that's a lot of your NFL career. Yeah. But just like I said, you haven't proven anything yet. It's a, it's a pay-for-performance industry. It's, it's the same thing. So even if like I was a great worker at wherever I chose to work, you're still playing football. So I chose my career, right? They choose to play football. I guess that's the career that they. Without chose. diving down this rabbit hole, just a quick answer: Barry Sanders got drafted by the Lions and stayed at the Lions. He was very loyal to them. Do you not think he'd want to be on a, a team that was willing to go the distance and go to the Super Bowl? I'm sure he would, but it's, it was different back then. And you also they stayed loyal to teams. I think Barry Sanders could have left and gone to a different team. And you know, once once his free agency became came about, I think it shows a lot about in that particular situation the ineptitude of an organization not to surround a top ten running back of all time with talent in the moment, and instead that player walking away. And they've done it twice now to generational talents with Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get into the other news with with this is regarding the other quarterback, one of the other quarterbacks with Rosen and multiple scouts coming out and saying. Um, that four of the top ten picks, so the Browns have two, so there's really only nine teams here, uh, have already ruled out Rosen completely. We're not not even looking at him. Now, some of these teams don't have quarterback needs, right? We can all yep. agree on that. But I would say, generally speaking, it's very odd to, to hear that come out a week before. Whether it's true or not, again, validity, but this, has multi- this is a report. This is not a rumor. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts? Just real quick. About four out of the top ten. Well, about, about Rosen. I mean, it's showing Rosen's, Rosen's, Rosen's character. Back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, if he if he's got some character issues or something, big question marks about the guy. I mean, dedication to the game. Yeah, that, I then, mean, that's a huge concern. You know, I mean, you don't want someone to just oh, I made it, I got paid, and now I'm just gonna you know do nothing. Well, and the money doesn't motivate him. I think that's also one of the things, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's my biggest concern. Is his biggest knock was how badly does he want to do this? Um, do I think he should slip all the way outside of the top 10? I'd be shocked if that happened. Multiple teams will trade in, I think. Uh, I mean, you look at uh, Aaron Rodgers, who no. slipped way back. Another California quarterback. Um, we'll just have to see. But yeah, I mean, there's always question marks that come up for, for different players for different reasons. You t- I mean, I'm, I'm a Nebraska guy, so what, years ago when uh, the defensive tackle slipped, Gregory slipped... So he smoked weed the night before. Yeah, or yes, right. Night. Questionable decisions, <laughs> questionable character, right? I mean, it that was a poor choice of his, but I mean, he was projected, what, top four? And then he slipped all the way, where did he go, in the second round? Yeah, I think he had a poor combine. He failed the drug test at the combine, and then he got caught with weed again. And, I mean, I don't know. I would a five or ten million dollar mistake. Though. Yeah, right. I would say this though. I think uh, Rosen is more likely to be an Aaron Rodgers type quarterback than Definitely. he is to be a Jamarcus Russell. Definitely. Uh, last little bit of uh, tidbit that came out again with scouts and GMs. They're pulled anonymously during these times. Uh, majority consensus coming back saying that Darnold uh, 
a lot of a lot of these professionals believe Darnold will be the only quarterback standing of the top five in five years from now. So every other quarterback will be out of the league in a different league, uh, you know, quit, injured, whatever, not on a team, right? Uh, and I think my, my big thing with Rosen, and not to go, this is my thought process with the GMs here, is he's outspoken, right? He's he's worn the F Trump and you know all this stuff. And I think that scares a lot of the older generational GMs and the people that are in that front office. They don't want controversy, right? Well, yeah, look at the Kaepernick. Kaepernick, yeah. So I think he would be out of the league because it's something he says or does. I don't think Black he'd be out of, more yeah, or less. I don't think he'd be out of the league because um, talent per se, but he could be out of the league because he just quits too. He, mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't need it. What are you guys' thoughts on the top five? Essentially, saying Darnold is going to be the one that's your long-term quarterback. I mean, I would say. That might be true. I mean, just take a look. I mean, how many how many quarterbacks stay in the league for forever? I mean, you got some of them that have been around for forever, but then I don't know. There's just not a whole lot of staple quarterbacks. A lot of teams need quarterbacks. Seems like every every other year, except for yeah. a couple of teams. I just More? think of the Andrew Luck RG three draft I, and Andrew Luck and Kirk Cousins still remain from that draft. Those are the two prominent ones. Mm-hmm. Mark so, Sanchez. So. PEDs. How does he <laughs> stay around? Uh, right. Luke McCown just retired. What's the other one I'm trying to think of? Um, Josh McCown, 38 years old, still on the Jets. That might be it. His younger brother is Luke McCown that retired. Yeah. How does he stay around for as long as he had? I mean, you'll, you'll find quarterbacks that stick around just because. I, I would be shocked if he's the only one that sticks around. Okay. Um, where are we at with time? Because I'm just trying to get a gauge here. 30 minutes. Okay. Well, 29 minutes. Call it 30. Well, this is going to be, obviously, we're going to go through this rapid fire, go as quick as we top, can. Off top of our head, basically? Well, I'm gonna. you'll be able to see on the, the iPad here. This will also show the team's needs. So we're going to do a quick uh, mock draft, essentially. We're going to do this based on what we think the team will do, not what we expect, what we would do. Okay, so make that clear up front. Um, you know, that's... <laughs> If a team says they need a running back, quarterback, lineman, whatever. What are you doing? Just first round? Just the first round. <laughs> all seven rounds. We're going to do all seven rounds. All rapid draft. fire. No, first <laughs> round only. Okay. Garrett, you're up first. You got the Browns. Okay. I am going to take Darnold. Okay. The first pick, Sam Darnold, USC. All right. That's not rapid fire. Uh, yeah. And then uh, what? So you drag the... You yeah. just pick the next pick. I mean, technology's hard, so... <laughs> what are you doing, Joe? Joe, stop breaking things. Pick I, a pick. What? Do, who do you think the Giants are going to take? If Barkley uh, wasn't pick number one. I think they would take him. Okay. So Barkley with the second pick overall goes to the Giants. The Jets, I think the Jets go here with somebody that a lot of people think they should take. Uh... And a lot of them are confused with, but I think they're going to actually take Baker Mayfield because that's been the real big rumor. Gotcha. I think then... The Browns at number four. Browns will take Chubb. Whoa. As best available player. Yeah, best available player on the board, plus that helps solidify that defensive line. Uh, I think that... So if the Broncos don't trade out here... Yep. I think they would take Rosen. So Broncos take Rosen. Colts are on the board. I think the Colts uh, will will trade out here, but if they're still on the board and they don't want to trade out, I think they're going to take Quentin Nelson, the guard from Notre Dame, to make sure that when Andrew Luck comes back, mm-hmm. he stays up. So, Buccaneers. 
this is going to be a tough one, but I think we see Denzel Ward come off the board here and go to Quick. the Bucks. Okay. Now, a lot of people have been saying the defensive back is what they're going to go for. There's been a scuttlebutt <clears throat> with Derwin James, uh, Denzel Ward, and Fitzpatrick scuttlebutt. there. Waddlebutt. Scuttle. Scuttlebutt. Yeah, and then I'd see uh, Tremaine Edmonds going to the Bears. Yep, and that's been a popular pick. That's, that's a pretty good one. I think the 49ers here go a little bit outside of um, what a lot of people think they would do. But I think they actually, I, in my opinion, I think they go with Fitzpatrick. I, I think the best available um, isn't him at this point in time, but I think they have to get cornerback help for Sherman on the other side. And he can play a little, couple of different positions, obviously. So I would see with the, with the Raiders needing both safety and cornerback help, I think Josh Jackson comes off the board next. I know that's probably a little soon, but... Yeah. I'd say Derwin James probably, but I could see Josh Jackson as well. Um, you know, Iowa Hawkeye. From yeah, it's a little bit of a homer <laughs> pick. And then we see Josh Allen go to the Dolphins. Okay. That's a good pick. I think they get I think they get their guy. And I, I think the Bills here realize if they haven't traded up, uh, there are not a lot of teams below them besides the Cardinals, really, that I, I can think of that mm-hmm. will take a quarterback. But I still think they have to um, take Lamar Jackson. I think he has to go... If it's number twelve or it's number twenty-three or twenty-two, whatever you know, their second pick is, they have to take a quarterback. Let's see. How can Daniel Snyder screw this up any more than he already has? Well, he's probably a lot of things. I think he'll do are going to be a running back. I think he's really driven on that offense. Um, and you know, Geis will still be there. They have that running back from uh, USC that's starting to get a lot more buzz. Um, and then obviously they they need defensive players, um, but I think. It could be anywhere. I mean, he, he could literally pick anybody at this point. He'd pick a kicker because it's just his MMO. We don't know. I think uh, it will be Deron Payne, defensive lineman out of Alabama. So he I takes think. the big defensive lineman from Alabama, big run stopper. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty pretty good pass rusher, too, honestly. Then I see the Packers taking Calvin Ridley out of Alabama. They have be, to get him some wide receiver. Yeah, home. they are. Otherwise, I mean, <laughs> he was just going to walk away. I think uh, you hear Jerry Jones in the background just scream, fuck, because I think that was the pick that he was going to go for. So the Cardinals here are in a really tough situation, but the fact that Derwin James hasn't been picked yet, they cannot allow him to go, and they, they'll figure out a place for him on their defense. Derwin James, best available for the last four or five picks, and teams just having other needs. Let's see. The Ravens. They need a lot of help. They do. (laughs) I'm toying between offensive lineman and linebacker. I'm going to go linebacker with uh, Roquan Smith. It's a good pick. I think think their biggest thing in the draft is they always sure up their defense. They never let it just wander away from them, right? So I I can see that definitely being a pick that they they go with. Uh, Yeah, with the... Chargers, man. I mean, who do you go with? I would say you'd have to go with a linebacker with uh, Leighton Vander Esch. So you get another edge rusher. Two linebackers in a row. And I think the Seahawks here, the biggest thing is their defensive backfield needs help, right? I mean, that's something that um, they know about. Their offensive line obviously needs help. They've lost a lot on defense, though. (laughs) And I think they're going to go with an offensive tackle because I think they know that their time's running out um, with Russ Wilson. So I think they go with Orlando Brown. He's a all-purpose offensive lineman. Can play all. The, he really just plays tackle, but he can play left or right tackle. 
You know what? I see Christian Kirk coming off the board to the Cowboys. I think they're going to they're going to stretch yeah. a little bit because they missed out on Ridley and and make the reach. Yeah. Especially without Dez. Yeah. I think wide receiver is going to be their biggest priority. Yeah. Um I would say the Lions the line as much as Nebraska guy, Mir Abdullah, he's a great guy. I think they need running back help. So we're going to go with Darius Juice. It's guys. You're close. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it like wasn't pronounced. G-U-I-S-E. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I knew it was not juice. The, the, <laughs> come on. Come on. You're gonna say Darius. Yeah, watch there. someone though will pronounce it like that during the draft. We'll pay attention. Oh, and I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Bengals here, you know, the fact that uh, you know, Viavita, whatever his name is, isn't off the board. I think it's a tempting pick, but they have Geno Atkins in the middle on their defensive line. I think they're going to go with an offensive lineman here with Will Hernandez. I think they can develop someone in place and help protect uh, the Red Rifle for a few more years. Wow. The Red Rifle. Red Rifle. Yeah, see, quarterback picks. Just well, they've already the had shit, a quarterback. Right? Went, I think. Poof, gone. All of them. Everybody I needs a quarterback. DJ that's Moore why, goes to Buffalo. That's why I think it's only one out of the five who will stick around for very long or be relevant in the league. I right. really would hope that Lamar Jackson uh, goes to a team that can utilize him and not. Right. You know, if Buffalo were to get Lamar Jackson, I think they uh, will underutilize him. And I don't think he really fits their scheme, but I think they realize Mason Rudolph will be too much of a stretch and he might I don't, not be there. But why would you trade for basically Tyrod Taylor or draft Tyrod Taylor 2.0? I see. Well, because Tyrod Taylor wasn't Deshaun Watson, and that's who Jackson more compares to. He's more of a gunslinger. He's going to be someone that right. throws the ball downfield. Spending a lot of time on yeah. one pick. Uh, well, I, mean, I was let, letting them talk, you know, but I think the Patriots are going to go with a linebacker, Rashawn Evans. We're going now. All right, I think the Panthers are going to take Harold Landry, if for some reason he's still on the board here. Edge rusher. Are you dragging dropping? I'm trying to figure out how to do it. I'm joing it up right now. You've tried to pick... Makes for great. Yeah, great. It's visual medium. Theater. There you go. You, okay, you've taken. <laughs> Perfect. Theater of the mind. So I think Vita Vey goes to the Titans. Well, that'd be a good pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. We're almost done. Here. Vita Vey. All right, the Saints are going to need a quarterback, wide receiver, or a tight end. Let's see who's still on the board. Well, they're going to take a tight end for sure, according to what they've been saying. So tight end for sure. But I don't think they like the guy from Penn State. They don't like Mike Gesicki? I don't think so. Hmm. Mike Gesicki. Is he sick? Hayden no. Hurst from the SEC? Gotta be good. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not logic there. He has to be good. All right. Let's see here. Whoa, dude. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Garrett, second time. I'm trying to figure out how to scroll up on an iPad. It's the first time for me. Steelers, well, they need defensive back help and they need linebackers, and I think they take a linebacker here. I think they take Darius Leonard because, you know, whatever. We're coming to the end of the draft. and Yeah, no one cares after the first round anyway. <laughs> what? Don't this worry. is pick 69. Do you care? I think. What are you talking about? Jaguars. 29. Hmm. 
Ooh, who could they take here? They need wide receiver, def- defensive line help, and the linebacker. I think they take James Daniels. Center offensive lineman, eh? Yep. Pretty good. Vikings, Patriots, and Eagles left. Oh, I get a pick oh. for it. Bill Belichick. Oh, Bill Belichick. What is going on? Who? <laughs> Why are you guys? Garrett has that? one Budweiser, and all of a sudden, yeah, seriously, he's got wild fingers. He just, oh my god. <laughs> So happens when you record on a Saturday All right. night. All right, so <laughs> the Vikings are going to need to pick a cornerback or an offensive lineman. So we're going to go with Carlton Davis from Auburn. He's another SEC guy. Gotta love him. I mean, he's got high motor, high motor. He's you know hard worker, good guy. Oh, oh Garrett, God Jesus, damn. one. This is all it needs. Oh, that's good. All right. Just buzzed. <laughs> I haven't had the right amount. I have four beers. <laughs> I have four beers. I think the Patriots here take Mason Rudolph, quarterback, to replace Tom Brady. Or Darius. Yeah. Come on, Tom's gonna play till he's no, 50. No, no, no. Yeah. Timeless Tom. Timeless Tom. Turkey Tom. Turkey Yeah, that sounds better. <clears throat> and you know the what? Eagles are gonna select. I think Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Ronald in the Jones. And that ends the first round. Oh, so according goodness. to our guess, and we're just, I'm trying not to, trying to scroll up and scroll down here, but like, won't let me do it. But we had Chubb and Darnold taken. Yeah. And uh, I think that's pretty, pretty safe. I think that's the safe, non-exciting way to have another boring year. I mean, according to him, have a ten and six season. So. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, so let's move on from this catastrophe. Mine's probably quick hits. most realistic out of all of them. Eight and eight. <laughs> yeah. Do some quick hits here. Catch up with some uh, quick questions for these two knuck- knuckle clowns. Knuckle clowns. <laughs> Cluckleheads. Scuttlebutts. <laughs> all right. First question for you guys, and I'll, I'll answer last and try to give you a little more food for thought. Uh, will Hugh Jackson be the Browns coach at the end of the year? And how many wins will it take for him to stay <laughs> head coach? Joe, go ahead. Yeah. So Dude, there's 16 <laughs> games in a season. Yeah, I think okay. Hugh Jackson stays as the head coach okay. throughout the season. However, he's going to have to get a playoff berth or playoff. <laughs> yeah, he has to get into the playoffs in order in order to stay. Otherwise, it's time to go. Well, playoff bid. I know. I, I know. I said ten win season <laughs> somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he stays if he gets six wins. Honestly, I see him around one more year. Okay. Um, I think he will need to produce a seven win, eight win season. Produce. Um, and that's and that's simply Instead because post and that's simply because he has one win in two years. So just keep that in mind. And I think even if I think he could still be fired at eight wins or I mean fuck he could even be fired at ten wins if the development of the young players isn't coming along according to John Dorsey, right? Um, all right, next question. Todd Haley's the offensive coordinator now. Obviously, that's pretty impactful considering what he did for Ben Brown and uh, Bell. So. Do you think he's going to shape the Browns' offense with the pieces we currently have, obviously through the draft, to be a mimic of the Steelers-type offense? Two, three wide at all times, uh, tight end as the safety valve with Najoku. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good answer. I like it. Short, <laughs> concise, perfect. I would, I would agree. I think with the pieces the 
the Browns have gotten in the offseason, they're going to mm-hmm. stick to that kind of offense. And with Njoku already there. So would you match up? Okay. You're singing Elvis all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis podcast. <laughs> God bless it. Off the rails quickly. <laughs> uh, so let's match up the pieces real quick. It's really hard for me to look at you with a straight face. But Barkley, in this situation that you want, Barkley would be Le'Veon Bell. Yes. Okay. Bell plays all three downs. He, he never comes out of the game unless it's you know for Connor occasionally. Uh, Antonio Brown would be who? Landry, I guess? I would say I uh, think Gordon. Gordon. Okay. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. That's Landry. Landry. Okay. And then uh, Martavis, the alien Bryant. Would be Corman, Coleman, mm-hmm. Corman, um, at this point. So, and then Njoku would be plugging any of the tight ends they've had over the past five or six seasons, right? I think he could do it. I think Tyrod Taylor's a different animal than Ben. Ben stays in the pocket. That's why I think Darnold is going to be drafted. I would hope for Mayfield, but I think Darnold more solidifies the big Ben type role. But I also think Allen does as well, right? Big guys, you know, big hands in the cold. Um, they pre-deuce. They pre-deuce and they post-deuce as well. A lot of people don't know that. Garrett's <laughs> pre-deuce right now. Yeah. Garrett's post-deucing out his uh, bumski. But, okay, who who will be the first team to trade their pick during during the draft? So it could start, we'll just say Thursday. We'll, just, we'll leave it blank at Thursday. We know the Colts have already traded, so they could trade again. They could be the first team that trades again technically on Thursday. Who do you think, Joe? There are 32 teams. Browns. The Browns will be the first team to trade out. Yeah, they have the fourth, fourth pick. Will they trade up to two? No. They're going to they're gonna be dumb. They're going to be dumb. And they're going to take a quarterback at first pick. And then they're going to see what value they can get at fourth. And they're probably not going to get as good a value as they should. And they're going to take it because they're the Browns. And okay. mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I honestly see... Are the Colts the first team? They're at six, right? The first team that doesn't Colts, need a quarterback? Colts are at six, and some would argue that they do need a quarterback. Well, yeah. Um, I think, honestly, the Colts trade back again. Okay. I think somebody has to come up for a quarterback, and so they, they bounce back again. Okay. I'm going to go with the Broncos, and I'm going to go with the Broncos for one reason, because whoever the Browns take at four, that player is is heads and shoulders above of the next player. I mean, we, we looked at draft grades there. There were six and a halfs to sevens, and then after that, it's like 6.1. And I know it's not fantasy. I know it's not Madden. I get it. But realistically, if, if scouts unbiasedly are coming to the same conclusions, like this is guy this guy's a 61, and you were missing out on 70s, like you're probably just going to say, okay, let's move back now. And if, if it is the Bills that move up, or it's Miami or Arizona, obviously, there you go. Uh, Over-under... Thursday, so first day of the draft, uh, three total picks that get traded around. So it could be a team trading two picks, I guess. If you're, you know, the Bills, they could trade the 12 and the 21 to the Browns for one. So that'd be two trades that happen technically, and then so forth and so on. Joe, over under three. Over three trades? Over three Over picks. or under three picks that have moved? Over. Okay. I would agree with over. Okay, I'm going to go push, and I think it's just going to be the Patriots moving one, and then I think the Bills will move both of theirs as well. All right, let's get to the last and final segment. Thank you for sticking around. I know it's been a doozy, um, and 
want to go over a little bit of the feedback. So let's put that transition up. And then we had a we had a comment this week. We did. Yeah, from Charlie. Good old Charlie. Charlie. We didn't have any whammo justice though. Very disappointing in whammo. Uh, so producer, can you go ahead and read that? I'm curious what you guys think we should do with the second round picks. And do you see the Browns moving up, possibly back in the first round with those second round picks? Okay, Joe, you want to? I don't see them moving up uh, to the first round with their second round picks. Um, But I see that I see them taking defensive and uh, one defensive and one offensive lineman pick. So. Good analysis. Yeah, yeah, to help out. Those. Hard workers. Probably SEC yeah. players. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm just draft Bama. Fan. Just, just draft, draft Alabama. I, I honestly, I agree with Joe. I don't see them moving back up. I just, I don't think there is that much depth in the latter half of the first round to really warrant moving back up. So here's my, here's devil's advocate in this scenario. Okay. We, we just discovered, between all of us, Broncos and uh, Colts are we'll probably be willing to negotiate, right? We would say that's probably open game. Let's just say, hypothetically, you took at one, Darnold. At four, you got Barkley, and you're sitting at five, and Chubb's still available. Do you package two second rounds and a third round and maybe next one of next year's first to get Chubb? I mean, you're going to make your team. You have three of the top five prospects, arguably, on your team. And I, I'm playing devil's advocate here. That, you know, uh, I wouldn't trade that much, no. That's... But it's going to take that much to get there. Because you're not going to give them a first rounder for this year, right? So you'd have to give them your three second rounders, and then you'd have to give them probably a first rounder next year. Or, I mean, you're going to be giving up a fortune, right? No matter how you cut it. But what... Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Okay. I'm... I think that's way too much. Okay. I'm just saying, you want to shake it up? You want to get hype? That would show me right there. They're in it to win in the next three to five years. I don't think it will happen. I think there's no chance in hell. I think the second round going into the start of the the end of the first to the start of the second, um, short of it being, I don't know, like Sonny Michelle. So let's say we, we missed out and we uh, we don't get Barkley. I think we could move up to get Sonny Michelle at the end of the first, definitely. But I think it'd be such a light trade that it wouldn't really matter. So let's go over a little bit of our schedule coming up. So... Uh, we are going to be recording on Friday, which will be uh, before the second round is drafted. We will be recording and getting it out. Um, we're going to go over draft analysis from the previous night. We're going to be going over um, people probably have to take shots because you guys both thought there would be more than three picks. Um, and there probably, you know, there might be or there might not be, so I might be the one eating crow. Uh, and then we're going to go over the schedule. We'll go over touch base real quick, and then we will do a normal Sunday as well, maybe going a little bit more in depth than just the Browns, what we sort of solidified with our draft over the three days. Um, obviously, keep commenting, you know, tickling those bells, as Joe would say. Triggering? Tickling is better, I think, for the Browns. But Do whatever you want with bells. Turn on the notification. Okay. Trigger those bells. Like. Then we subscribe. have, obviously, we, we have a Twitter, Born Browns. Uh, we're no longer really streaming, but you can definitely go follow on there. So in case we ever do go live, you'll get notified. Morning uh, and Browns. Email us any questions, concerns, comments, updates, thoughts. 
morningandbrowns at gmail.com, and then obviously comment on the videos. Share with your friends. If share, you have, with, share with your enemies. Share with your friend, because a lot of us don't have more than one. I mean, both of you are my enemies. So, uh, you know, thanks again for listening. If you made it all the way through, good luck to the Browns Thursday night, baby. We'll see what happens on draft night. <laughs>